The following podcast contains spoilers for The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil, but it doesn't contain an exaggeration of the importance of one scene. You have been warned! What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. Yeah, yeah. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel. Miguel. That is myself. Yeah. How are you, Glenn? I'm not bad. I'm slightly getting over the bronchitis a little bit, or bronchosaurus that's in my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it just naturally goes away. I should definitely go to a doctor still, but... It's not as bad as it was a week ago or two weeks ago. I mean, everything <laughs> goes away naturally at some point. If, if it doesn't kill you, yeah. uh, it might cause other things, but, you well, know. Here we are. <laughs> Actually, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's true. I feel like it's true because I yeah. am rarely sick and rarely need to go to the doctor. But <laughs> Same here, <laughs> but which we'll is see. why I have not gone to the doctor. I just usually yeah. assume that it'll just go away on my own yeah. with my thanks- Thanksgiving body that I have. It's a beautiful I don't know what that body. Means. It's a beautiful Thanksgiving body, whatever it is. <laughs> Very uh, luscious and bountiful. So when you've been fighting this bron- Brontosaurus Rex or mm-hmm. bron- Bronchicosaurus, mm-hmm. uh, have you watched any movies that you would like to talk about? I have not watched any movies. Last week I did talk about a little bit about how I've been like starting up the, the Walking Dead series again. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that week, I would like to announce that I have watched full five seasons mm. in 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 a week which is not even a full week that's what's crazy mm-hmm. uh that's so that i got that going for me so all i hear is that the uh the stonies are just crying about they're, the time they're, that they're, <laughs> straight up tears of blood it's pretty yeah. sad um <laughs> Sorry, it's it's nice to catch up on the show i i remember obviously now all the reasons why i liked it the yeah. first three seasons are some of like the best TV, honestly. Yeah, as, yeah. As, and then uh, season four has its problems that it's paced weird. It's good. It's paced weird. Half the first season feels like it should be its own season, and the second half should be like its own season as well. Yeah. And then I'm on season five, and that's where I stopped watching. I don't remember where I stopped in season five, but right now I'm caught up to where I was when I stopped watching. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get up to Negan and where like everybody everybody stopped watching when a certain yeah. character dies. They really, <laughs> from my understanding, again, I stopped watching in season two, but from what the rants I've heard uh, about the, the series, uh, they really only use Negan as a way to kill off characters whose contracts were up. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and I mean, obviously with everyone knows about Glenn, uh, Stephen Jung's character. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have an opinion about it either way. Uh, I was just really tired. That was like the first big series that like people spoiled all the time. So I just stopped giving a shit. Uh, even people in my film school, which I was really, you know, you think people who are in the you film think industry. something would be sacred in that yeah. sort of place. <laughs> so I, I called people out left and right about that. Probably hated me, but whatever. whatever. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, that's but, uh, what, uh, like 20 hours you could have? <laughs> I'm, I'm it's, kidding. <laughs> it's, 
that's a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm on season five. I'm still going. I uh, took a little break today. I didn't watch it. Um, because I, I want to start up the Last of Us series after the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, and I hear a lot of people are freaking the fuck out because they're like, it's going to be bad. It's going to be terrible. And apparently it's been super fucking accurate. And I won't know until I start watching it, obviously. Yeah. But like, it's like I've seen like screenshots of like side by sides of like in game shit to compare to the, the actual scenes. It's mm-hmm. kind of brilliant how well they're sticking to like at least the the like background like uh, props and yeah. you know the the costume design and how accurate they're like getting behind that. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll see tonight how it actually is, but yeah. I can't wait to get into that. But other than The Walking Dead, the only other thing that I've seen is The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil, which we shall get into in a moment. But Mike, yes. what have you watched? Uh, I've watched seven movies. Uh, well, <laughs> six. That's not and too bad. Started uh, six, and then started a uh, uh, Swedish miniseries from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the first one I watched is uh, a potential Stony nominee. We have yet to know for sure. R R R, which is a uh, an Indian movie. I read that it's not technically Bollywood; it's Tollywood, <clears throat> which is yeah. because India has so many different dialects and everything. They have different sects for the different languages, like different film industries for the different languages they speak. Uh, this one is not the one that is considered Bollywood. It's Tollywood. Uh, but RRR is a fucking wild ride. Yep. Um, possibly the best Bollywood movie I've seen, or Tollywood, sorry, best Indian movie. I'm just going to put it there, full stop. Best Indian movie I've seen. Uh, really f- funny, uh, really powerful uh, you know, it's got all the tropes of Bollywood, Tollywood movies, Indian movies, um, but it was just so fun. It was a fun watch, and I'm excited for you to watch it. Uh, should yeah. this be nominated for a Stony? Um, it's 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 been on the list ever since it was released um, at the end of 2020. Uh, I believe one end of 20 no 2022. Uh, yeah. What's funny is when you know talking to my boss, I'm like, what's the, what's this new movie coming out, and why is it getting so much hype? He's like, oh, listen, this movie apparently is like the Avengers of air quotes Bollywood movies yeah. right now. This has got so much hype. And it it didn't do that well in theaters because obviously the time that it was released yeah. uh, was just kind of terrible. But Yeah, I think it was uh, released in March or something like that. Yeah, but it was... Uh, it was it was it's crazy to see the hype that's it's finally getting now that it's on Netflix. I think right now. Yeah, and it's also winning a bunch of awards right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, which it's, for me, who I I love uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, and I still love All Quiet on the Western Front more than this. Yeah, uh, I was hoping that that would win, but I think it's probably going to be this. But RRR for those who want to know, it stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt, and it's essentially about like the it's it's an exaggeration. They tell you it's an exaggeration. Uh, and also fabrication of what, how like the the rise of independence from uh, Great Britain mm-hmm. started in India, uh, but it's mainly a bromance, which yeah. is the best part. Like they are just the they are the two best friends that anyone could ever have. One of them <laughs> looks like an Indian John Belushi. 
uh, yep. which I fucking love. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Because I, I think so. You can't. Un- I qu- I can't unsee it. He looks like an Indian John Belushi. I mean, I'll definitely know so when I start watching it. Yeah, for sure, and but. and uh, but like. Uh, you know, my main problem with with uh, Indian movies is like the random musical breaks that are just jarring. Mm-hmm. This one, they happen very naturally, uh, kind of like uh, Hadier or um, the the yeah. one we watched last year, uh, and yeah. even Stree, the horror movie we watched. The the musical breaks were kind of uh, fluid. So you know, it, if the musical breaks are fluid, I, I like like them. And it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, but it's just so funny. Uh, probably not meaning to be funny, but it, it's just because of how wild it is. It's funny. It's not, it's not like jokes funny. It's just like, that is absolutely fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, it's kind of like a cartoon in a way. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I highly suggest people check that out. That is RRR, um, really fast three hours. If I'm honest, it didn't feel like three hours. That's good. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, I watched a movie that you abandoned me yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Plane. Yeah, no, it's fine. You know, I'll just cry <laughs> myself to sleep. Um, as far as January movies go, it was fine. It's I enjoyed it. I'm yeah. never going to watch it again. Uh, I was talking to John Clark about it, and I said, it is better than Mithrigan, but won't be as remembered as Mithrigan because there's nothing, like, super memorable about it. Yeah, or memeable. Um, or memeable, yeah. But it's, it's a fine movie. Like, if you have time to kill, go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's crazy. I was actually free. thinking of going Thursday to go see it. Oh, you fucker! You... I'm not going to go see it. You... <laughs> <laughs> it, it. When it comes on streaming and you have time to kill, I, I might suggest it. But yeah. or, uh, you know, if you have if you want to see a movie just to see a movie and nothing else is out. Um, so that was playing. Then I saw Speak No Evil, which is a Danish horror movie, uh, which is has mostly English as the spoken language because it is about a Danish family that, while on vacation, befriends a Dutch family. So Mm -hmm. English is the shared language that they have. Um, But it is a really good, well-made movie that doesn't make any fucking sense, if that makes sense. That does make sense, actually. So, like, I, I loved everything about it, except for, like, the whole thing is about, um... It's a horror movie essentially based on social anxieties where, like, uh, the main characters are afraid to say no to people even though they they hate what's going on with the people that they should say no to. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not something that would ever happen in the northeast of the United States because we would just tell people to fuck off. Um, And there comes a time where I feel like anyone who has ever loved a child would just be like, enough is enough, and then not let something happen. But that doesn't happen. Um, and, but it's, it's overall a solid film. I do think people should check it out, but it was a little, it was based too much in reality, but then asked you to suspend a disbelief too much. If that makes sense. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yes. Yes. Uh, but that was speak no evil. I do suggest it to people that, uh, like horror movies. Uh, then I watched the gangster caught the devil. We'll get into that in a minute. Then I watched a skinnamarink. Uh, yeah, I hate the name. Um, this was a uh, a horror movie that was uh, being hyped up because it was uh, uh, $15,000 Canadian budget, which is mm-hmm. like 11000 in U.S. dollars for the budget. Wow. Uh, and it was getting a national release, but limited. Like uh, mm-hmm. in our area, it was only Friday and Saturday, two showtimes each day, and that was it. Uh, other areas had different things. It really depended on the area you were in. Um, and... 
it's getting very mixed reviews. Like if you go on Letterboxd and look at the spread of reviews, it is all over the place. Uh, a lot of people for are the really budget. I don't blame it. Yeah, uh, it's it's my big like I loved the concept of it, but I thought the execution was terrible. Yeah. Like it's a fifteen thousand dollar Canadian budget, eleven thousand uh, dollars. Mm-hmm. And looking at it and listening to it, I would believe if you told me it was made for twenty dollars. So I'm just like <laughs> the entire time I was just like, where did this budget go to? I feel like I've been ripped off. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the concept is so great, and I it was very artistic, which I commend them for that. But I wish it was just a traditional horror movie because the concept was fantastic, and it sh- it it should have been treated as a traditional horror movie rather than an e- experimental film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess I commend them for making experimental film. The director and writer seems like a very nice guy, and I, I hope he gets a lot of success and everything. But I personally hated this movie. Uh, I'm not going to hold that against him. You know, not every movie's made for everyone, and there's enough people loving this movie. But uh, I hated it because I felt like it was just a you know a, a waste of eleven thousand dollars on his part. Yeah. Um, mainly because like you could tell the the majority of the money went towards post production, mm-hmm. and it's how all much, bad. Like how much the post production back so far, uh, more than eleven thousand. Like, yeah. I guarantee you. Um, I, I don't know exactly what how much is made, uh, but yeah, there's that's skinnamarink. Uh, I do suggest people check it out. So like, don't listen to me. Make your own opinion. Uh, but I hated it, and uh, I'm curious to think what other people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I rewatched the menu because Caitlin hadn't seen it, and she wanted to watch something fun. Uh, and you know, I thought this movie was fun. She liked it, but she said it was creepy. And I was like, well, I, you couldn't understand that. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, but like, th- th- I kind of realized that I have a very dark sense of humor because, like, to me, it's not creepy at all. Yeah, it's just like funny. Like, it's it's outrageous what happens in the menu. But yeah, the menu. Then I started watching Ingmar Bergman's uh, miniseries from the 70s, Scenes from a Marriage. Uh, you know, I have that that big old collection of Ingmar Bergman movies. I stopped watching after getting seven films deep just because mm-hmm. this one was in the way and I knew it was a long five-hour miniseries. So I'm trying to get it out of the way so I can continue with that. And I'm two hours into it, uh, two hours of the five hours, Really well paced. Like it doesn't feel like two hours okay. so far. So I, I kind of regret holding it off as long as I have. Uh, but that scenes from a marriage. I'll let you know what I think of the thing overall next week. Uh, that does it for uh, what I watched. So let's get into the gangster, the cop, the devil. <laughs> A crime boss teams up with a cop to track down a serial killer. I love concise synopsis. Synopsis? 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 Synopsis, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, directed by Wan Tae Lee, written as well. Uh, stars Ma Dong Seok, uh, Jeon Bae Su, Myu uh, Yo Kim, uh, Kim Song Kyu, and Hugh Dong Wan. I'm going to stop there before it gets too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we were like, hey, 
we just saw a Korean film. Why not see a Korean film? And that's what we're going with, damn it. Um, <laughs> so this this was in uh, the, the little watch list for a couple of months now. I saw a TikTok of, you know, uh, Ma, Ma Dong-seok's character interacting with this young girl and just being a genuinely nice guy, giving it an umbrella, and then just finding out uh, the worst thing happened to her. Uh, she got robbed, and I won't say of what. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, and and but and just the 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 scene that follows afterward is his, just his un, just pure rage, and then just kind of storms out. What I hate about that TikTok specifically is that in this movie it felt like it didn't matter as much and we'll exactly. get Exactly. And that's we'll what get, I was getting at in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um and we'll we'll get to that in a bit. Um but yeah. Freaking the gangster the cop the devil. Yeah. Uh I've kind of surprised at how much I I enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um cuz I didn't know what to expect other than that that scene obviously that I watched. Um there's 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 something that I want to say that 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 could be could be could be said, and I'm going to say it. That I feel like somehow we get like movies like this. I feel like all the time here in the U.S. But I feel like watching it uh, in the South Korean version of you know any of these movies that we have at all times, I feel like they can put a twist on it or just put a personality on it. That makes it so much better than any of the shit we're getting here. Yeah. And, like, you could honestly... There's probably, like, 50 of these movies being made here. But, like, this one just stands out. And it's, it's just fun. The characters are great. The actors are phenomenal. The costume design is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never want to take a punch from Ma Dong-seok at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, because he's an absolute powerhouse in this. Oh, yeah. If you've ever, if you've watched the uh, Eternals, people, he's a big dude and he fucking hits hard. In this yeah. movie, he's a normal ass dude and he hits absolutely hard. <laughs> like yeah. You you feel it throughout this whole movie. Uh, I don't know. This movie was just just really just fun, uh, yeah. thrilling. You felt you felt like the stabs, the punches, and all that stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I uh, agree with everything you just said. Uh, you, going back to Ma Dong-seok, uh, I first saw him in Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays like the husband, of, like over, I wouldn't say overly protective, accurately protective husband who knows he could beat your ass yep. of uh, a pregnant woman. And he is such a badass in the movie that I kind of just like loved him as an actor immediately. Um, because he has the presence of like an '80s action star, but yeah. actually has good acting chops, unlike you know Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. um, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Not the, not that they're bad, but like he's a legitimately they, they good eat actor. up their their scenes and all that. And exactly. They, yeah. uh, and when when the serial killer <laughs> accidentally marks him to kill him, when I saw that, I was like, if I were that serial killer. 
just looking at him, I would walk the other way. Yeah, honestly, like, oh, I hey. would I would just take the insurance claim. I'd be like, yeah. you know what? Let's take the pictures, exchange some insurance. Let's get the let's just separate well, ways here. <laughs> even then, he just says, "Don't worry yeah. about it." So like, like, you, you know, got off scot free. Yeah. But you know, because because he's a cocky serial killer, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill this guy." He's like, "No, this guy, he, he's gonna kill you." Or yeah, the if, only thing if, you're killing right now is your ego, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun with this. I thought it was really well made. Um, the weird thing is this is kind of a little story in me watching it. Uh, this is on like every free app you can imagine. Freebie, yep. Tubi, uh, Plex, uh, Crackle, all those things, Pluto. Uh, I tried watching it on three apps before I could get it. It's, I first started with, I think, Crackle. And mm-hmm. it started playing, but it didn't have subtitles. But then when I would turn on the subtitles, it would switch to a completely different movie. That's weird. Yeah, it was really weird. And then I just went to something else. I want to say I went to Freebie next, and then Freebie just wouldn't load it. And then I went to, uh, uh, I think I ended up watching it on Tubi, and then it finally worked. But it was just like the weirdest, like trying to get a movie to start kind of thing. Tubi uh, has took, like, always been my safest bet trying to watch movies. Because what was the what was the last app we were watching? The last movie Pluto. On? Pluto. That fucking sucked on ads. But I've had fine experiences with Pluto. Like that was by far the worst one. I think yeah. um they it, it really depends on the movie. The more popular movies on there are probably yeah. uh fine, but that one but, really was milking it. But um, Tubi's always been good to me as far as watching movies. Like there's only like yeah, four same. or five ads the whole time. Yeah. Crackle and Freebie are too, but like this time yeah. they just shit the bed for yeah, me. I don't, that's weird. Um yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really fun. I I really enjoyed the dynamic between the cops and the mobsters in this where like, you know, the main cop, he was always just like pushing the mobsters around. uh, And because he was a cop, they wouldn't like do anything about it. But he Mm -hmm. also wouldn't go too far with them. It was just a really fun, fun dynamic where like the cop was doing this knowing that they wouldn't do anything. And the mobsters were letting it happen because they know they knew it wouldn't go too far. Uh, mm-hmm. And if it did, they would probably do something. Um, and it was just a really fun dynamic. A lot of badassery from both sides in this. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> obviously the most being Ma Dong Seok, um, who I've, I learned went to college in Ohio, and that explains why he has a really good American accent in, yep. or not American accent, but English-speaking accent in The uh, the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little fun fact. I don't. That's not really anything to do with this it's movie. so fun. But uh, I, I loved how in the beginning when the main cop was trying to tell people that it was a serial killer, uh, that the, the one response he got was, this isn't the United States. I was like, damn, <laughs> we got a real bad reputation around. <laughs> yeah, it's just what we live by now. It's true. It's honestly true. We got a lot of serial killers and a lot of guns. And yep. not proud of it, but it's the way it is. Yep. Um yeah, I, I like the dynamic between the two because they're both like just straight dicks in their own field. Yeah. But they like they can come like a partner together for like another evil and like try to take it down. Uh, so yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like they put aside their differences on how they feel about each other and just hunted this dude down, um, which was which was great because it made for just great scenes between the two and just between the gangs and the cops um, mm-hmm. just working together. Uh, especially in like the so I we could talk about it now a little bit. Especially in the scene, which I I hate because it was very underwhelming. The scene when they find out that girl died, that the um, Ma Dong Seok's character gave the umbrella to, he's being mm-hmm. kind to. I felt 
in in the video that I watched, I felt like there was more like of a dynamic between them, and like they had more to talk about. And then like he's like, you know, stay in school, you know, just don't be dumb. She, but yeah. if, and then like he just hands it to her, she gets on the bus and then leaves, and that's it. And then yeah, it was literally just was, him being nice to a stranger. Yeah. And the sad part is that she was so young. Like it, it's not really sad because he was nice to her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it does show a little bit of character with him. Where, like, you know, it kind of shows that not everything's black and white. Not all criminals are just mean 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of poked fun at the cop where she said that the cop looked more like a thug than... Yeah, because uh, he was like, don't don't take the umbrella from strangers. Like, it's... it's yeah. You don't know what, who they could be. And she's like, you're acting more like a thug than he's actually being a thug. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because... Um, and, you know... The 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 trailer or the the video on TikTok and Instagram suggests that there's more space in between those two moments. Mm-hmm. So like you think that there's like this buildup of things that would happen, but it's 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 literally more side or by less, side. Yeah, it's... side by side, and, and it happens so fast. And it's not a bad scene, but like whoever Honestly, made if, that TikTok like a, over exaggerated it so yeah, much. It it it. It feels like at least like it could be a five to you know seven minute scene. Yeah. It's like a three minute scene, if that. Yeah. It's definitely. it's that quick and it just happens so fast. And you're like, oh man. Like even if like they talked a little bit more or if there was space in between, it definitely would have felt better. Yeah. Other than that, that's really like kind of not not the only flaw that I have with the movie. It's just super expectation fun. Expectation built by TikTok. <laughs> yeah, my just that expectation on just that scene kind of dampered it a little bit but i mean it was still solid movie like it definitely just like from everything that i've seen it felt more like it was going to be like a straight like thriller yeah but there was was a lot of this where it was like more actiony yeah yeah it had a lot of great action sequences uh which made me kind of think uh there was one part in particular that made me think this like have you ever just seen a uh a stunt performed that you're just like how is the are you talking about the car door dead yes yeah how is he not <laughs> that, dead that dude folded the hell in half how is he not dead yeah that I, was... I watched that and i'm like there is no way that that guy is okay <laughs> what the fuck are we doing <laughs> i'm so glad that that was the both same on our minds yeah but i, I it, saw that and i was like holy shit and i actually <laughs> thought in my head i'm like there's no way he doesn't have a broken rib or his his spleen didn't exasperate out of his mouth oh yeah in some well, sort i thought that at the very le- least he'd have a collapsed lung if not like completely deceased uh, yeah. robbed of his life as you mentioned earlier <laughs> um and it was just i love I'm sure the guy's fine. I'm sure he did get injured somewhere, but like I'm professional stunt man. I hope he's fine. If he was like seriously injured, they would not have kept that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Especially if he died, you know, there's kind of like this unwritten rule where if like someone seriously injured or dies within a scene, you do not use that take. Yeah, Um, and uh, I'm sure there's some films that have broken that rule, but for the most part, that's you know what decent filmmakers would do. Um, especially and, older films probably yeah yeah and and there's just so many cool action sequences in this and some that made me question if uh i just watched someone uh uh commit sudoku yeah. or get mordred robbed what? of life uh, robbed of life there we go um but yeah it was a really fun movie it kind of reminded me of like 80s or 90s action cop dramas in the states but yeah. better. 
Like it was uh, made in like the late 2000s or something. But yes, yes. It was one of those movies from the 80s. Exactly. Like it had that quality bump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and of course with the being South Korean, it has the <clears throat> style that South Korean films have that uh, we're unfortunately, uh, you know, barren of in, yep. in the states. Um, but yeah, I, I had a I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, I love the 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 comparison throughout that like cops and criminals are kind of the same in a way, um, you know, on major scales, I believe that obviously I think small town cops have a lot of, uh, you know, innocence to them, but like, yeah. in in big city, big city police departments, they're admittedly kind of, uh, enabled to be that way. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't say it's fully on the police officers. It's kind of systemic more than anything, but they, they really do have some criminal aspects to them. Uh, and anyone who doesn't think that is, uh, naive really. It's, it's fun Just to live saying. in the suburbs. <laughs> it is fun to live in the suburbs. Very <laughs> underrated in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> we get trees um, and buildings. We don't have traffic. We have trees. We have yards. We don't pay three thousand dollars for a seven hundred square foot studio apartment. <laughs> Actually, that's probably very big in in uh yeah in New York. Probably huge. Yeah, maybe thirty um, feet. But my favorite quote in this is they were like everyone. I think it was um right after the he gives the umbrella to the girl and you're about to find out she died uh mm-hmm. one of them is doing a toast and he says our dicks may be many yep. but we have one heart <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean i don't know but i started drinking when it happened i, was, <laughs> <laughs> I found a shot glass in my hand I'm like holy shit our heart we are one heart that all pumps blood into our erections is yep. what he's essentially saying and at the end of um, that i said amen and i i took that drink yeah. <laughs> and then the last thing i have to say uh is that i loved his sh- his shit eating green when he realized uh when they reveal that he's in the same prison as the killer oh my God, you know yeah. after the after the 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 mobster is their last hope to put him behind bars and kill him legally um he you know he kind of gives himself up in order to make sure that this killer uh is put behind bars he says he'll only do it if they agreed to put him in the same jail that the killer is in. And then that reveal as the killer is reading a book and he sees him just walk into the prison. Fucking awesome. I and loved it. It's so funny. to like that. That scene is like the, the whole scene before that is that the killer had the shit eating grin that he was going to get away with it. Yeah. And like, he thought he was good. And then he quickly turned that uh, upside down frown back to uh, to a frown. <laughs> uh, what would be a smile is the definition of that, I guess. But yeah. turn that smile into an absolute. If I scared for his life when he saw that dude. Mm-hmm. That oh my god! I mean, I would. I'd probably be shitting absolute bricks and building a house somewhere. Oh yeah, I mean, I was shitting bricks and I was just sitting in my movie room watching. <laughs> But yeah, no. this this movie is solid. Uh, but like like I said, it takes what is like a typical action film or like what could be here, and it feels like there's so such passion to it and such it just more more meaning to it. Like it doesn't feel like a throwaway movie. Yeah, it's just gen- genuinely fun. The action's great. The characters are great. The actors are great. The set design, the costume design, whoever the costume designer was for Ma Dong Siok. Holy shit, he looked good he in looked, those suits. He looked like a Dapper Dan man. He don't he, want fop, goddammit. He's a Dapper Dan man. That man was a god with his unbuttoned button-up shirt. Oh, yeah. 
Holy Lord. I but just yeah. know, like, if I dressed like that, I'd look like a slob. Like, we do not have the same build. A, a slut and a slob, and I'm here for it. You should start wearing, you should actually start wearing those more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this was a, a surprisingly good movie. Um, you know, I knew it was going to be at least somewhat fun being South Korean and everything, but it, it mm-hmm. definitely exceeded my expectations. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Is that all you got? I think I think so. All right, so that does it for a review of The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil. That brings us to the judgment. As always, needs to be unanimous decision whether or not it goes on the cave of our shelf for the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Mm. Mm, Glenn, you weird. picked this. <laughs> yeah, Glenn, you picked this. I just, you want to know why that was weird? Well, yeah. you can keep this in when you edit this. Uh, Caitlin made uh, chicken and yoki uh, for, for dinner, <laughs> and I fucking love chicken and yoki. And yeah. this is like the first time I've overeaten in about six months. Mm. So I'm struggling to breathe in general right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. That's all I got to say. It, it, was, it was banging. I, I got to tell you, chicken and yogi is delicious. Uh-huh. Uh, but any, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, Glenn, this was your pick. So does this become a little shelf boy? Uh, that bad boy goes on. I mean, just just the punches you feel in this movie from Ma Dung Siok's just right and left hooks mm-hmm. dear god no nah, but this was a, this was a great movie yeah. overall and just a good surprise speaking of punches can we talk about the introduction of his character where you think he's just training yep. you know you know he's doing boxing training and then when the the bag hits the floor it starts bleeding and they reveal that there's a guy in the bag yep god damn yeah this goes on the moment. shelf this goes on the shelf. It's just it's that it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the gangster, the cop, the devil does go on the shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to our assignment for next week. Uh, it's streaming roulette week. We love streaming yeah. roulette week here because we don't have to pick a movie, and we like that. We let the internet pick for yes. us. So for those of you who don't know, we spin a very real wheel the size of Rhode Island that has every movie on every streaming service we subscribe to. Uh, we spin it three times, and then we pick the one that piques our interest the most. Uh, mm-hmm. We have agreed that if a Korean movie comes up at all, we're going to watch it no matter what to keep it's, the Korean streak going. It's automatic at this point. But we will not. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that we're not going to keep spinning until we get one. We're only going to spin it three times. Yep. So uh, without any further ado, here comes the first spin. Scrooge, a Christmas movie. Fantastic. Great timing. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be on, on now, which, Paramount. Which one? On Paramount Plus. It's the uh, 1971 version, not the animated one. Um, I have seen this, by the way, because I was in a musical. I was in the stage version of it when I was in eighth grade. Played uh, Ghost Alec of Christmas Past. Yeah. Alec Guinness, uh, Albert Finney, Scrooge. Come on. Uh, 1970 on IMDb. Uh, a musical retelling of Charles Dickens's classic novel about a bitter old miser. We we know the we know we know this story. Uh, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus, uh, Plex, uh, and I think that's it. You can rent it on Amazon Prime for four dollars. Uh, directed by Ronald Neem, written by Leslie Brykhuis, and based on the book Char- by Charles Dickens, uh, Albert Guinness. Albert Guinness, Albert Finney, Alec Guinness, <laughs> Edith Evans, Kenneth Moore, uh, and that is Scrooge. I can guarantee you this probably will not be the one watched because it's not Christmas anymore. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Get out. Okay, Lee. here comes spin number two. <laughs> Little Women from 1949. Oh, my. 
God damn it. Maybe we will pick Scrooge. This is going to be Although on I've HBO Max. I've never seen any of the Little Women movies. Really? The out. Greta Gerwig one's really good. Uh, this one's going to be on HBO Max. The four daughters of a New England family fight for happiness during and after the Civil War. Uh, directed by Mervyn Leroy. Written by Andrew Salt, uh, Sarah Y. Mason, and Victor Herman. It is starring June Allison, Peter Lawford, Margaret O'Brien, and uh, Elizabeth Taylor, as well as several others. Janet Lee's in there, uh, which I believe is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Oh. Um, I could be wrong about that. Uh, I'm probably wrong about that. I think Stand you're wrong on. about that. Nope, I'm, I'm correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's Little Women. That is on HBO Max. That's spin number two. Here comes spin number three. Come on, give us something Korean, please. I want to keep this going. <laughs> Nope, whip it. <laughs> I think you were talking about this movie in one of our old episodes, which I've been listening to because I'm mm-hmm. putting them on YouTube. Uh, whip it. Uh, that's going to be on HBO Max. In Bodine, Texas, an indie rock-loving misfit finds a way of dealing with small-town misery after discovering a roller derby league in nearby Austin. Directed thought, by Drew Barrymore. I forgot that Drew uh, directed this. Yeah. Written by Shauna Cross, uh, starring Elliot Page, Drew Barrymore, Kristen Wiig, Sarah Habel, Shannon Egan, uh, Jimmy Fallon's in there, Alia Shawcat's in there, Marcia Hay, uh, Gay Harden's in there, Daniel Stern's in there. I'm just going through everyone I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that is Whip It. Uh, that is what we got. Whip It, Little Women, and Scrooge. If I'm honest, I'm leaning Whip It personally myself. Honestly, I'd, I'd like to rewatch that. This is one that I've been meaning to rewatch for a couple of years now. Okay. Uh, the only other one that I would would be Little Women. But, yeah. Uh, uh, Scrooge is fine. It's a good musical. Um, you know, and I lived it for like three months being on the stage version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... It's not Christmas, though. That's the main reason I don't want to watch that. But if you ever have a chance to, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'd rather watch Whip It than Little Women, if, if I'm honest, personally I think, speaking. I think we've come to a decision. We have. Unfortunately, our Korean movie streak dies with String Roulette. The internet has failed us. Uh, this is some wrongdoing to the highest degree. Some wrongdoing to the highest degree, indeed. What is this? Roller derby? Ooh. Welcome to skate night at the warehouse. Clean up on aisle five. I just want to tell you all that you're my new heroes. Well, put some skates on. Be your own hero. The last time I wore skates, they had Barbies on them. I want to be her. I guess if you You could be our mascot. <laughs> this is, of course, going to be on HBO Max. Uh, and that's it. You can rent it on Amazon for $4 if you want. Uh, but that is Whip It, our assignment for next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we watch Witch- Whip It, which is a movie I have very specific memories of threading up in a film projector at United Artists Regal King of Prussia in Ooh. King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. So this is just a movie I always considered a projection film. Yeah. Because I, I done did that. I'm, I'm proud of you for it. Well, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.